This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Well, I got some thoughts on classes today because it got a, kind of got me thinking. See, I've been uh, reading over the Arduin trilogy for review and they put new classes in there and some of them, most of them I agree with, a couple of them I don't, but well, we'll get, when, go see the review when I put it up. But I got me to thinking. I remember back in the old days, back when Dragon Magazine was putting stuff out and first edition was around and all that, even before in three small books, they would come up with what they called NPC classes. Now, to me, that's kind of an oxymoron. And from what I understand is that these were classes they thought were so unbalanced only NPCs should have them. And my argument was, well, why are they there in the first place if they're not needed, if if the players can't choose them? So I came up with the idea of there is no such thing as an NPC class. There may be classes you don't want to to use in your game that you want to forbid players to use, but at the same time, I would not use those classes in my adventure making either as NPCs or anything because it's just not fair. I mean, I, you know, look at, look at the class and vet it and see if it, if it's okay to add to your game. And if not say no, that's all you got to do really. So yeah, there's no thing as NPC class, but you can, it can be added to the classes can be added to if you got something interesting and something that one of the four main classes don't do. And then there's also making it a subclass. I mean, things like rangers started as subclasses. Um, assassins, illusionists, they all started as subclasses. Or rather, yeah, as subclasses. So th- that's that's a possibility because... And also, if a player wants to play, okay, I want to play this royal forester. Well, then I just sit down with him. Okay, why don't you be a ranger with this, that, and we'll take that away and we'll add this. And pretty soon you got a royal forester. A lot of it's, a lot of it's backstory role playing anyway. 
But that's pretty much my thought. And there's nothing wrong with coming up with new classes. I think the current edition goes overboard. But then again, I also thought second edition went overboard with kits. So, so I just, I just want to just clarify that, you know, you can always make your own classes, but see what's there first. I played a necromancer in a second edition game who was a traveling necromancer. He was chaotic good, and he knew a lot about medicine. He would travel and bury the dead. And I kind of used the necromancer. I used like a, you know, the magic user and just sort of like, okay, necromantic school of magic, da 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 And I played him, and it was, well, many, 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 many years later, when I was doing Thaco's Hammer, I found a kit in one of the supplements that covered exactly what I was doing. Exactly. And I looked at it and I said, well, I'm already doing 99% of this. So I just say it's this kit because a lot of things, you got to remember a lot of things in D&D, aside from the basic rules that came, that Gary and Dave came up with a long time ago, was is at one time or another house rules. So you got you to gotta put that in perspective right there. So coming up with classes, first thing you got to do is look at the existing classes that you have that you want to use and see if you can't just tweak them and make them a subclass or just tweak them for one character or something like that. There should never be any NPC-only classes. Now, they may give you good ideas and things like that, but don't use them in the game. That's my advice. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardygmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Single donations, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognarn Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton has the Bandits Key Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chats. So... Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.